Hey, everybody, we are excited to have you back for the Macros for Life podcast. We have a topic today um, that is one that has become very popular, I would say, over the past three years. And we also thought it would be good timing to talk about this because it's summertime and we know a lot of people have probably gotten ready for summer, have probably just done a deficit, have done a cut and are trying to figure out what they should be doing next. Uh, And we wanted to cover the topic of reverse dieting and how you know or when you should know that it's time to actually start a reverse diet. So let's kick off and talk about what a reverse diet actually is. For those of you guys that are new to um, macro tracking and calorie tracking, I want you to know um, from the beginning that even though the word or the term reverse dieting has the word dieting in it, it is not a diet. It's actually the opposite. We're basically reversing out of a diet. If you follow me on social media, you know that I always say I wish that this like process or this nutrition phase had a different name. But reverse dieting is the process of slowly raising calories over a period of time, getting back up into maintenance. And so if you're listening and you're like, I don't even know what my maintenance calories should be. I've done my first diet or I'm on my second diet. And this is something that I haven't heard of, whether you're just eating a little bit less to lose weight, you're following macros, you're tracking calories. You guys can go to tdeecalculator.net to find out your maintenance calories. And TDEE stands for total daily energy expenditure. And that means your maintenance calories. But essentially what we're wanting to do after a deficit is get you back up to maintenance calories, which are the number of calories that you're consuming each day that helps to maintain your weight. Um, So I feel like they nailed the maintenance calories definition, the reverse dieting, not so much, but the reverse diet is to get back up to maintenance calories. And the reason why we want to get up to maintenance calories is because it helps to restore your metabolism after a deficit. When you are in a deficit and you're eating less and or losing weight, you are actually lowering your metabolic rate. I know it's kind of cool when you start losing weight, you're feeling better, you got more confidence, you're looking leaner, whatever it is that your goal is, it seems great, but below the surface, our metabolism is actually adjusting for being smaller having less body fat um, and eating less calories and our metabolism is actually lowering or slowing down. And we want to kind of have that bounce back with our metabolism and try to bring it back up to where it was. And so a reverse diet is a plan of action to getting back up to maintenance. That's exactly what it is. Um, It is not created to make you lose weight which we'll have a whole nother podcast on like what happens during a reverse diet. Um, But in this one, we're going to tell you how you know that you actually should need one. Um, So babe, how do you know when you yourself or a client um, needs to start a reverse diet? Uh, One reason is, I mean, one way to know is when you actually hit your physique goals or when you get extremely close to your physique goal and you start moving backwards instead of moving forward. Like you just, a lot of people get or get upset because they can't get that last five pounds off or get exactly where they went. 
or where they wanted to go. So they want to stretch out their um they want to stretch out the time that they're in a deficit in order to hit that goal. Um, when in actuality, you should just go ahead and get in the reverse diet. Like you said, the reverse diet is actually there to get your metabolism built back up. Um, so the the way that you hit your physique goal, the way that you cut is actually getting in a deficit. So you can't stand, you don't want to stay in a deficit for too long. You don't want to live in a deficit. Once you hit that physique goal, you need an exit plan. Of course, you can't come out um, after you hit your physique goal and say, I made it, and then just start pigging out and eating whatever you want. But <laughs> you need to start reversing back up to that area um, where you can get back to maintenance, your maintenance calories. Uh, you want to reverse back up slowly, of course, because you don't want to gain all that weight back at once. And you know some of it's going to come back on, but you don't want all of it on, which is why you need to plan. Yeah. Um, you can't just eat in a deficit forever. Um yeah, we get to our body goals and, and we've been working hard as hell and we get there and we like the way we look. So we want to stay there forever. Um, unfortunately, that's usually not it's usually not attainable to stay there forever. Um, you So you got to get in a reverse. You got to get in a reverse and you got to take what comes with it and then take advantage of your next cut. Um, and eating in a deficit will help you to maintain those results for a while. But. Once your metabolism becomes adapted, you'll end up hitting the plateau and then gaining that weight back anyway, or some of it at least. So you might as well take uh, control of it while under your own. While it's on your own control, take your own control under is what I'm trying to say. And then um, go ahead and reverse back up slowly and then uh, get in maintenance and get ready for your next cut. Yeah, I think some of the worst advice that I see coaches out here that have like Huge platforms, tons of people following. I don't know. They're coaching 50, 75, 175 clients at a time. One of the biggest things that I end up hearing, and it makes me just like lose my breath, is when we have clients come to us or they ask on our social media accounts, um, isn't it okay to stay in a deficit forever or stay at the calorie intake that I got that I was at when I got to my goal forever. And they go, my coach told me to do that. They said to maintain the results, you have to eat at this calorie range forever. And I'm just like, oh my God, people are out there giving this advice. Like your maintenance is where you should be when you're not in a deficit to maintain weight. Um, but it's like, I cringe every time I hear it. I hear it, I hear it like all the time. Um, number two, another reason how you would know that you need to implement a reverse diet, kind of tagging off what Randall said, um, is you hit a weight loss plateau or your client has hit a, a weight loss plateau. Um, so this can happen sometimes when you're not ready for it. Um, it can happen when you've been in a deficit for quite some time. You can hit a plateau because you're dieting too many diets back to back to back um, within a course of time or a year or whatever. But when the deficit has run its course, um, it is a better idea to get to maintenance and start to build your metabolism back up for a future fat loss phase, like he was saying, instead of going deeper into a deficit. We see a lot of people um, being told to eat way below their BMR um, and go into a deeper deficit to lose weight and starting to get in a caloric range that's actually dangerous when it comes to like your hormones, your biofeedback. 
I mean, just like flat out, like having enough energy to live. And it's not uncommon for us to see people who are on like 800 and 900 and 1000 calorie um, plans and their coaches taking them as low as they can go to try to get a result. But like Randall was saying, like eventually you're going to gain some weight back staying at that number and who can just eat 800 calories forever. When you get there, you're like, yeah, I can probably just dig a little bit deeper. I'm not losing any more weight. But a lot of us find out it's way harder to eat very little calories than we think. Um, but a lot of people really just want to kind of hang out there and, and dig deeper when they're not losing weight anymore. Like that's one of the biggest signs it's time to get out of a deficit. When you know the calories have gotten low, it's like time to reverse up and go back the other way and try to raise your calories to help restore your metabolism. Yeah. Yep. Yep, for sure, for sure. And like you said, when it starts affecting your daily life, quality of life and your workouts, you know it's getting too low. I mean, during a cut, you have those shock factors. I mean, when you first drop off calories or it may affect your workout a little bit, this, that, and other, but you should bounce back if you're still eating an ideal amount of calories. But if your calories are too low and you're waking up every day feeling like crap and not getting a good workout in or because you don't have the energy to do so, um, you're probably getting in that area where, where you're just too low, mm -hmm. which rolls right into the next topic. Um, when your client is experiencing hormonal issues, feeling like crap, tired, fatigued, adherence is low, and not recovering from training sessions. Um, so when your calorie count is low, of course, it's, I mean, when your calorie count is low, you're not going to get everything you can get out of a workout. Um, you're not fueling your body. It's just like a car. When you take it to the gas station and fill it up, or if you have an electric one, when you charge it up, um, you're going to charge it or put the gas in it. And then you're going to get out of your car what you put in it. Mm -hmm. Same thing with your body. Like if your body is empty, you're not going to be able to train well. Um, if your body is empty, you would think if your body is empty, You'll sleep it off and you'll feel better, but you see, you even wake up tired when your body is empty and you're not uh you're not feeling it right. And of course, adherence is low. Adherence is low because if you're starving yourself, it's hard to stay on track and stay disciplined. Um, when you're walking around starving all day, every day. I mean, if you're eating eight, nine hundred calories a day, I mean, any anything you look at that's tempting or is going to be tempting, no matter if it's something that you could usually just look at and shake off. Or if it's something like for me, like I love lemon heads, but if I'm, if my body is properly fueled, like I can see some lemon heads and walk right past them or I can see it and not give a damn about it if somebody else is eating it. But I mean, if I'm eating eight, 900 calories a day, I'm going to bite on everything that's out there. Yeah. Like your, your, your senses are heightened. I remember when I had a coach that um took me low and then when I was like figure and figure competitions you would just put a piece of bread in the toaster I'd lose my mind because the my <laughs> sense of smell was heightened because I want all I could think about was food everything visually and smell wise like I I think there were times I told you I can taste it I'm not even eating the bread I can taste it on my taste buds and it was the only the only time ever that I have experienced like my mouth salivating, not drooling, but like internal, like mouth closed, like a dog, like my mouth was getting watery. It's because I could smell all the food because I was in a deficit that was so low. 
Um, mm-hmm. It was kind of disgusting. Right. To know yeah. that I wanted food that bad. Yeah. It, it definitely affects your body. And, and then hormonal issues. Hormonal issues, we also, we usually relate them to women. But even with men, like starving yourself can cause hormonal issues in men, especially with like your cortisol and things of that nature. Um, it'll increase your cortisol. And that's the, go- the goal for us is to decrease cortisol while we're bodybuilding and trying to get in shape, but we're increasing cortisol because we're starving ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course the female issues with hormonal, I mean, hormonal, uh, deficiencies are, are even worse. You can go into a, that a little bit. Yeah. So like definitely cortisol will go up both for men and women, testosterone drops. We want testosterone as high as possible because it gives us energy. It makes us feel good. Um, it boosts your libido and also helps with muscle building. And when we don't have as much, the opposite of all those things I listed end up happening, both men and women, and our ability to maintain muscle goes down the drain. So if we're losing a lot of muscle while we're just trying to diet, 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 diet forever, it's going to actually drop our metabolism even lower. And so a lot of people that lose a ton of muscle when they're dieting and they refuse to bring their calories back up and focus on maintenance to build muscle, those are the people that regain the most weight even when they do a reverse diet correctly because they stayed so low so long, we can't feel what's happening with our hormones. So we can't feel the cortisol already. I mean, all the time, testosterone being low, our thyroid hormones, hormones being imbalanced like by the time we feel it the shit's already been fucked up like you're feeling it maybe weeks or months after everything is off um and the only way to restore that stuff is to rest build muscle and eat more food right cool cool last one that i want to touch on today And I'm really hoping like this one hits home for people because even when I've thought about this, I've written posts about it. I've talked to people about it when I spent two, two and a half years in maintenance myself is, you know, you need a reverse diet when you feel like you're always dieting or you have a dieting mindset or you just, you can't even remember the last time you haven't been on a diet. Like that is huge. If you feel like you're all like, forget all the other things we said, fatigue, not losing weight and plateaus and feeling like crap. You don't recover um, your attitude, your mood. You've already hit the goal and you got to eat more. Some people are always dieting, but there's two types of dieting. I see there are people who are truly dieting. They are in a deficit. They're tracking their food. They're counting their bites, licks, and tastes. And like, we absolutely know that they're in a deficit and they just stay there forever for whatever reason. Um, That's kind of category A. Category B are people who are in and out of a deficit constantly. They diet Monday through Friday. They eat at maintenance or surplus on the weekend. They start over Monday. They start over the next Monday. And literally these people will tell me things in the DMs like, I've been in a deficit since January. I'm like, have you? Like, have you really been? And they're like, well, on the weekends, I don't track. 
that still is adding up over time. And it's taking you from low calorie, high calorie, constantly kind of bouncing around like a yo-yo. That's not good too. And if you are someone that's in and out on a weekly basis, more than likely the reason why you're not making progress is you're always dieting or attempting to, or you're thinking about dieting. And so what we would recommend is like going back up to maintenance and setting a clean slate, like get your mind right where you're not constantly thinking about dieting. And I can say this from the perspective that I was always thinking about dieting. I was always on diets, whether I was actually losing weight or not, or sticking to it. Um, but like you have to reset your mindset and not just your metabolism with calories and the way to do that is to live at maintenance for some time. And it may be a better goal for you instead of being in this like nine month, nine month long deficit of you literally like spinning your wheels and not getting anywhere to focus on eating at maintenance, being consistent with that and improving your body composition. This will allow you to have a mental break, improve your relationship with food. You'll be able to build more muscle. So the next time when you go in a deficit, you're going to look better when you lose weight. But if you are able to kind of reset your mindset, you'll probably be more consistent the next time. But I will also say for like myself and Randall, we have noticed when we have been at maintenance and focusing on eating enough and lifting heavy as hell, we still see our body starting to look better anyway. And we have had clients that have made more physical progress three, four, five months at maintenance, and they look way better than all of the shitty time they spent in a deficit trying to just spin their wheels for nine months. And then that's when you'll start to see, damn, I may not need to always be on a diet. Maybe I can just focus on the improvements through hormone sleep recovery and like really killing it in the gym. And you're eating enough where you are going to kill it in the gym and you're going to look better because you can, you can eat the calories that actually build muscle. That was a mouthful, but that's yeah. what we see. I think, I think, um, well, I know that the guys from category B, they get dieters fatigue a lot more than guys from category A because category B, when you're not consistent, when you're just jumping in and out of deficits and you're doing what you want to do on the weekend, you're less likely to hit your goals. So you're staying in a deficit, so you call it a deficit for six months. We don't know what you're doing on the weekend, but you you messing up your mindset because you always feel like you're in a diet because you mm -hmm. always feel like you're restricted because you've never gotten to your goals because you keep on jumping in and out of the diets. The guys in category A usually are more disciplined. Sometimes you run into problems with them getting out because they don't want to gain any other weight back. But if you the you I mean just do the shit the right time, the right way the first time and then you can get up get out of the diet because the main reason we're in cuts and in diets is to enjoy quality of life a little bit more right so if you hit your goal and you still don't get out of the deficit to enjoy quality of life to have fun with your friends every now and again then what are you even doing it for mm -hmm. yeah absolutely i'd rather get in and get out yeah and get that's in and get out yeah i think I, that's, that's one I... thing that we had to learn because I've been there where I've mm -hmm. been in a diet forever for 14 months, um, you know, and and we had to learn to get in 
and take advantage of that time when you're in. If you're going to be in for eight weeks, if you're going to be in for six weeks, if you're going to be in, get in and hit it hard and take advantage of that time you're in a deficit. So when you get out, you don't have regrets and you can, you know, reverse back up to maintenance and enjoy your time and maintenance until the next cut comes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And this is something we'll probably talk about more in an upcoming podcast, but that's also why when you see people, um, especially coaches, I think coaches do a beautiful job of this. Um, shout out to the macro mentorship coaches. Cause they do this. They go into fat loss phases and they show weekly updates and they get to end of like week six, eight and 12 and the transformation is amazing. And everybody's like, why is it so great? They were in maintenance for six months to a year. And a lot of people, they are killing themselves mentally, comparing themselves to someone else, but you can't compare when their foundation was stronger because they knew how to live at maintenance. And that's why the results they get are so good. Who wants to go into a three-month cut and only lose three pounds? Your reverse diet and your maintenance is going to make you cut. Like it's going to make you cut. It will. Ooh, that's good. That's good. I'm just, I was like seeing it as a quote for the podcast. Yeah. Your reverse. Hold on. Do I need to write that down right now? Say that one more time. <laughs> your reverse your re- diet and your maintenance is going to make you cut. Boom. That's it. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. I hope that was helpful for you guys. If you're listening and you're like, damn, I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing to get to a reverse diet. You up to, you know, reverse diet up to maintenance. You guys are in luck. We have so many free resources on our website at gtransformationacademy.com. Also, even in the link in my personal bio on my page at Eve Guzman Official. And we'll link some other stuff in the show notes for you guys if you're needing help. We got free help. We got freebies. Um, If you are in a maintenance phase and you are interested in really improving your physique, you guys, we have a $9 fitness app that will help you build your metabolism by building muscle while you're at maintenance. So definitely check those out. Um, We always have options open for one-on-one coaching if you want to invest in yourself and get a better result. Um, But our fitness app and a lot of the freebies, they will definitely get you guys started. If you have any other questions about reverse dieting, When you see this podcast go up, feel free to reach out on our Instagram handles um, or the Macros for Life podcast Instagram page, and we can see where you guys need help and hook you up. But that is it for today on Reverse Dieting, you guys.